Hey, if you are in construction or just do a lot of handiwork yourself, you must try shark tooth blades in your utility knife. They are specifically made for cleaner, more precise cuts, eliminating the paper drag created by ordinary, dull, one-time use blades. Their blades are 10 times sharper and 5 times more durable. And now, using promo code ESC, you will get an additional 15% off on top of their current sale prices. Visit www.sharktoothblades.com and order yours today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservers Podcast, episode 154. It is me, your host Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo, the All-American Conservative Solomon Tack, and two very special guests, Gavin Wax and Nando Acosta of the New York Young Republican Club, here to continue the fight against leftist insanity and to spread the truth about tyranny and insanity being imposed on the American people by leftist politicians. Before we get started, just a reminder, visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com for links to all of our articles, shows, and merch, all the proceeds of which go back into fighting leftist oppression. So, something that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while, I'm glad we got everyone on here for it. So apparently Gabe, Gavin, and Nando, along with some other so-called young Republicans, which included a homeless man. Young rhinos, I would call them. I'll call them young rhinos. It was a homeless man living in a tent and another woman who claimed to be a Republican but wanted Joe Biden to beat Trump in the upcoming election. So this was on BBC. Gabe, why don't you give a little bit a little bit better background on what went into filming this interview? Because the video was about three minutes long and yes. you told me you were on the phone with them for about an hour. Yeah, I'd say the, uh, the, the three of us here collectively had about three hours of footage, uh, depending on how long it or now you argued with the interviewer uh, and only for a three minute clip, they gave more attention. And listen, sometimes, listen, I know we all want talkie time, but at the same time, you're giving more time to the guy in a tent than you are to act- people who actually are giving up good points. I know push the narrative. Why are you going on a leftist, uh, you know, sh- uh, or less leaning uh, show when you know that this will be the outcome well because it's important for other people who might not click on fox to understand where we're coming from the issue is is that it's getting cut up and getting lost in the message where we just look like we're just these blind trump supporters which is not true we all have varying different opinions we're republicans constitutionalists all that and we support the president so my personal thing that got cut up that was never shown or saw the light of day was uh the biggest two things were uh, talking about how, how diverse the Republican Party has gotten, uh, especially an in increase uh, with the Trump presidency, I would say, and I actually spoke to him about that, uh, the interviewer. And then secondly, uh, we were talking about how the president had removed the protesters when he uh, crossed the street, or I'd say rioters, the insurrectionists, when he crossed the street to the church. And he was trying, the interviewer was trying to say, well, that was horrible, that he had the police and presence there for the president, but not for when the Michigan reopen rallies happened, when people showed up at the state capitol with rifles. And I've simply told him, I said, well, firstly, you have a right to carry your firearm, not a right to riot and destroy things. And secondly, the difference between that situation and the other was that you didn't have secret service agents getting attacked the night before. You didn't have people spray painting, you know, screw the president, uh, you know, we want to kill him. You didn't have that type of, uh, you know, level of insanity. And I said, listen, if the governor 
if she wanted to increase a you know national guard presence or police presence she has a right to do so because these people uh, were very upset and they have they were armed but just let them pass there's a very big difference between violence and actually uh, using your first and second amendment rights in this case but isn't but that none the biggest that issue out. that we've seen gabe that's the biggest issue we've seen with the left is they want to draw unequal comparisons right so tack was actually at the virginia rally the virginia two-way rally where there was not one incident and all these people claimed there were no police there there was nothing there to stop these people who were all carrying weapons but you oh, know, there was if, plenty of police there. Right, and there were police. But if, you know, the, uh, the riots in New York City, the police are beating people up. Well, one's a riot, and one is a peaceful rally. They're not, it's, and they try to draw lines where it's, oh, this is all white people, and this is all black people, and it's them drawing unequal comparisons. It's not the same thing. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, it was so bizarre because then they started to talk about the pandemic well do you think it was right that during a pandemic these people uh, rallied to reopen i said well if we're going to throw the pandemic into the into the mix and nobody uh, by your standard should have been protesting whatsoever it's just to you know whatever makes you feel uh, more comfortable now of course i didn't make it into the interview but that was like the biggest point and why i even have like an hour of footage or so i was talking about how he did uh, well for the hispanic american community that didn't really come out aside from my joke about the elote man i mean i know gavin and fernando have different uh, oh, very different man perspective so i'll let them get to it no man it, yeah, it, yeah i mean this this guy reached out you know i was like all right whatever bbc let's see what they do he didn't really explain how they were going to do it which was like the right. first red flag so i was like well what is this is this like an interview and then he was like no well we're gonna like you know use it in like a bunch of clips and like if you could just repeat the question back when we ask you which is always weird it was like jeopardy style it was strange um, so I spoke to this guy for close to two hours, like I spoke to him forever, and then after like an hour and 45 minutes of just non-stop talking with this guy and bantering, he asks me one of those dumb questions like, well, can you describe Trump in like three syllables, or no, can you describe Trump in one sentence? And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, no, not really, like I have to think about that, like one sentence, like can you just ask me like a policy thing or like something substantive? Like I hate having to like, like do it like in one word or three words. Like, That's stupid hilarious, rap. yeah. It's so stupid, so I'm sitting there and like, me thinking like the banter, like we're kind of having banter right now is not going to be used. So I'm sitting there just like, all right, let me think about this. Hmm, what do I want to do, what do I want to do? And they use that filler they use like the filler of me like thinking about the answer as you hear like the my... music in the background. Yeah, the music yeah, and the, it was like me was like I was just talking to this guy like off the cuff. It was like totally like like just like one on one. Like it was just not like a prepared answer. It was just me like oh okay, let me think about that. Blah 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 blah. And they used those clips and then like threw it in to make me seem like I couldn't find a way to defend Trump, which was so stupid. Uh, so yeah, they, they did a hatchet job. all the job. time, though. That's something that oh, they yeah. regularly. I did an interview over the phone with the Gothamist during the lockdown, and I told the guy, I was like, listen, he asked me about like the lockdown protests and all stuff. I like, listen, everyone who I speak to, they're done with this lockdown. They want to get back to work. We want to protect ourselves, but we also don't want to ruin the country. And, yeah. in the, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. I read the article, he goes, but polls say... And he goes, this guy's, and he, he's like just throwing me under the bus. I'm like, dude, polls also said Hillary Clinton had a nine, what, 96% chance of winning? Stop 98, 98, 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%. 98%
It's I like mean, the John Stewart thing. They used to do the Daily Show where they always make like, you know, they would always make those Republican congressmen look dumb or whatever because they would always just chop the interview up. And it's always yeah. so like scripted and stupid. And they did the same thing with this. And it was like a three minute video. And like you said, that guy in the tent, I was like, what is going on? Like, where yeah. did they find these people? You got, got this one guy in the tent. He's like cooking beans out of like a, out of like a can. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know about Trump. Like a tooth falls out. And then you got like me like stuttering. Like they, they literally like wanted to make us all look like a bunch of degenerates. It was ridiculous. Yeah. All they needed was like, you know, Gabriel in a dress or something. And then it would have been like complete. I mean, it was something else. I mean, this guy who was during our whole conversation, which as well as you guys was at that whole hour. Um, he literally told me to stop talking about policy at one point. <laughs> like that's how, I was like, are you serious? Like, and like, I don't know. It was like, I don't know. I don't want to like say I, I, I mean, honestly, I was kind of disappointed the way this whole video came out. I, I constantly tell this to Gavin, I told this to Gabe as well, how ridiculous this video was. Yeah. And, um, even though they got the one phrase I said that uh, he was the biggest wake-up call, which I still will say to this day, he was the biggest wake-up call in American politics. Um, but yeah, this dude was just literally just looking for hits, and that's, I mean, eventually I guess that's what he got. Yeah, one of my random like left-wing, like I'm not even friends with this guy, I haven't talked to this guy since yeah. high school, he messaged me, he's just like, oh, I saw you on the BBC. I'm like, oh, fuck, that thing is spreading. Like that <laughs> video, I was like so pissed. I was we like, were on the Instagram Explore page, by the way. If you type oh, in Trump, that god. interview, like right there, your face oh, really? is front and center. Oh god, I hate that. It's so yeah. stupid. We were. One of my yeah, one of my friends actually reached out to me too, and I was like, yeah, I have. You're actually one of the smart ones. I just don't get the way they were trying to plan this oh, out. Oh gosh. Yeah. So it, it, it was. It was yeah. It was funny. I mean, once he started saying stop talking about policies and the way I was breaking down, and you know how I, I mean. I don't know if uh, I know Gavin and uh, Gabe. You know how I talk when it comes to like politics. I usually break down policy, and this guy was just not having it. He was like, "Just give me how yeah, how you feel about this? How you about what?" And I'm like, "I'm not really a feely touchy guy." Or yeah, it was all gonna, feely. It was yeah, all feely. Buy me a drink. How you but... Feel about mean things that people say. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that was one of the questions. Yeah, but like, like, the mentality that the left has instead like right. Nando, you like we were breaking down policy that's what politics should be it should be yeah. policy but what does this guy want he wants feelings he wants a soundbite where he can go look these young republicans they don't even really like trump that's why they had that blonde never trumper woman girl on there who was they just, probably paid her for that one i hope he really doesn't get reelected. really want joe biden you want you want alzheimer's joe like come on this is ridiculous i'm that a republican but that's really yeah. all that they were saying. They made it seem like they represent, like Trump has 96% approval rating among Republicans. And the way they made that video made it seem like it was me, Nando, and Gabe were the only people voting for him. And like the rest of the country was just anti-Trump. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like they represent like 4% of people who I don't even really think exist. I think those 4% of people are just like bullshit. But like the, the way they scripted it, it was like, oh my God, look at all these young Republicans yeah. are shifting. It's like, no, they're not. These guys are idiots who just want to get on TV. You know and what I, I realized with mm -hmm. coming uh, in entertaining leftist media? It's not even really worth our time. Yeah. I feel like we've had more of a um, a good ability to, to talk to people and to interact with people just based off of our own platforms, just based off of doing everyday conversation, um, just based off of how the saying goes, letting our light shine so mm -hmm. people can see how we live our lives as examples. 
Because we know if we give these people our time, we already know what the expectation is or what they're trying to, to get across. Just like Gavin said, they took that four second bite of them thinking about what to say next. And they're like, oh, look at this idiot. He's obviously an idiot. He can't even answer the question. I mean, at the same time, it does. I mean, I totally get what you're saying, but at the same time, we have to create a presence because we're, we're such in a unique time that people are just going to continue on saying that the Republican Party is a bunch of old white people, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I think the, our jobs, all of us being passionate um, individuals, is to just show face, even if it's like bad marketing schemes, and let the, the people decide. Because there's always going to be that one person that will watch these videos and be like, nah, this is too good to be true. Let me, like, check him out more. Let me just go through his, like, Twitter account. And, you know, at the end of the day, they might actually agree with majority of the stuff that we're saying. I could not find one positive comment on that IGTV video. Oh, yeah, I was reading that. Apparently I had a script. Apparently I had a script the whole time. Wait, I have to to look at this. I haven't even seen this. Yeah. I mean, you thought America was racist. God damn, the Brits. Those fucking Brits. The British refused to let us abolish slavery before the Declaration of Independence. Exactly. Eastern colonies tried to do it. The British Empire said, no, this is the British Empire. We have slavery. They were the last ones, too. I mean, within the Western world i mean we are the only nation to fight a war over ending slavery and people want to call us the most racist country come on it's ridiculous you should have been like cookies are not biscuits okay cookies are cookies (laughs) biscuits are biscuits they're two different things you can say television now it's not the telly there is no you in color (laughs) and doctor who sucks (laughs) we beat you twice Two times in a row, and saved you in two world wars. We choose the language now. You don't. Right. And the best 007s were American made. <laughs> wow. We, we just, we just Dave, alienated. Dave, didn't you have an interesting interaction with, uh, what was it, CNN Espanol or whatever the hell they call it? Yes. Is it CNN, 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 CNN Latinx? Is it Latinx. CNN Latinx now? Okay. It's Latin. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, y'all are messed up because let me tell you, I've been, as Donald Trump says, I've been taking one for the team a little bit on this one because I went on the BBC again and then I also did CNN Espanol, of course, by my own merit. Uh, but the thing with CNN Espanol is I had reached out recently because I did that maybe like what, oh, two weeks ago now, that interview. And I said, I just uh, called, I was like, hey, you know, I, I tried to, you know, call and nothing. Didn't even. They, they scrapped the interview. Went straight to, went straight to voicemail. I'm like, okay. I text, nothing back. I send an email, the email bounced. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So I, I don't know if it was because, you know, we said too many things that they couldn't, you know, maybe twist it. That's what I would like to think. Or maybe they're just going to release it like in October. But I don't think it's right that you should just block somebody. You just, you know. I mean, this, this, is the, this is the issue that we see with the media. I mean, the, honestly, the best interview I've ever done was with that Belgian news station, VRT News. Dude, the guy took everything. He cut out like a few questions, but he didn't cut my responses. He didn't cut any of that other stuff. And it was portrayed in a very neutral manner. It was, this is the representation of the American conservative on the lockdown rallies and on the lockdown. It's sad that like, it's one of the bigger news stations in Belgium, but it's nothing compared to like the Daily Wire or even something smaller than the Daily Wire in America is that we have such so much reach places like cnn msnbc have so much reach and all they're doing is pushing pop, pushing propaganda 
and it's becoming a, it's it's been a real problem but we're going to hit some sort of tipping point at some at some point it can't just keep going what's sad is that last week tonight probably has more of a reach than that belgium news or like trevor noah's uh Sort of I don't know how I don't know style. how the hell that show is still even going on because Trevor, Trevor Noah is not funny. I don't get it. No one funny. likes him. No one likes him. But the funny thing about this Belgian stuff is like you know they have no stake in it, so like they'll do an honest like reporting. That's why because they're not they don't really care. But it's these you know the U.S. based uh, outlets. They're the ones who are going to really just do a hatchet job on you. And the stuff with the lockdown, the biggest anti-lockdown marches were like in Germany. I mean they're the ones who are totally not taking this nonsense anymore. Yeah. But we're here just like oh yeah this is fine just. Uh, shut down the economy, you know, just because four people died last week. We just have to shut everything down. It's all fine. Biggest government overreach ever. I mean, right. technically, if you go by the data, I mean, we've been flattening this curve out since the beginning of June. Yeah. This curve... Mm-hmm. I think we're ironing out the, the curve yeah. more than anything, the flattening, I mean, at this point. And when I went a second time for the interview, it was covering, like, a panel discussion about uh, Trump's uh, victory speech, the RNC speech. And they barely used anything that I said in there. Uh, they Wait, I thought it was a live stream. No, it wasn't a live stream. It was basically a, a Skype call sitting there. One half of the screen was, was, the, was the panel. The other half was a C-SPAN live stream because it has to be neutral, right? You can't look at the, uh, at the comment section of the live chat. And it was like, so... Uh, you know, Trump will say, this is the best country in the whole world and all that stuff. And they were like, what do you think about that? You want to comment? And we're like, sure. And then we'd pause, like, or we'd mute the live stream and, you know, we'd, we'd give our responses. But I was barely used in that one. I, more so, I mean, Kat, she was a great, I think her name was Kat Lewis. She did a great job. Um, but they snuffed out my responses because everything that, 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 that they were trying to bring up in contrast to what the overall message was, I had an answer for you know, it, it ranged from like energy to immigration to just a whole bunch of a slew of topics. And I was just like, is any of this, are you, are you going to use it? They're like, oh, well, thank you for doing a great job. We're going to keep calling you and see. I was like, so are you actually going to have any longer segments or are they going to stick to three minutes? He's like, oh, well, we'll see by the election time. We'll see. We'll call you. Like, All right. That's a good word, actually. Thank you. What they really do is they push wise. It's real nonsense. If you look at any of these anchors, every time something happens, Trump's the blame. If it's bad, yep. Trump's to blame. If it's something Trump did good, they ignore it. It's it just, they, they want to push their own message. There is no truth behind it anymore. And that's why it has to take people like us, man. We have to just share the deeds, man, and just give out articles because it's, it's really getting ridiculous now. I got to give it up to, to one CNN guy. Um, what's the black dude's name with the glasses? Um, Van Jones. Van Jones. Van Jones. Van Jones is the one and only person from CNN that's at least center left enough to be able to admit when Trump did something that was excellent. When well, he Trump- also worked with him too, so. Yeah, and that. He was the one that said nothing burger. He called the whole Russia thing a nothing burger. Yep. Correct. Yep. Off so, the mic, though. It was off the mic. Yeah, and, then well, it, and then it became on the mic because yeah. it got caught. They, they need more people unfortunately like him but those are the people that'll get blackballed you know and uh he should have a much much higher reach than what he than what he has he should be the one that's going up to the breakfast club he should be the one that um these black exploitation pages on instagram shares but they will refuse to share any of that 
They'll show a five-second cop clip of a, a cop beating the hell out of somebody or shooting somebody and then not explain that the person that they shot was a uh, somebody who was wanted for rape and that the family is saying, hey, why are you celebrating this person? You know, within 24 hours, they had a block party celebrating that man's life. Within 24 hours, they had a full block party and they're still celebrating the fact that the community was able to pull together and this is after all of the knowledge of who this man was, what he was wanted for, and what he did came out. They've been doing that for years, Tack. They did it with Michael Brown. They did, they did, this is what they do. Because the facts don't matter to the left. And that's the biggest problem, is that all these people who I know on the left, whether friends of my, old friends of mine, family members, people I just know from work, they want to have a discussion. I'm like, all right, you want to have a discussion? We're going to talk about what's going on in the real world. We're going to talk about facts. And I give them facts, they go, well, that's not true. And I go, no, 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 it is true. I've done the research on it. They're like, nobody did this. I'm like, no, he didn't. And actually, here's a video clip showing you the opposite. They always want to go, well, Trump's never disavowed white supremacy. All you have to that's do is bullshit. Two, seconds, two, seconds, two seconds to find the clip where Trump disavows all racists, all white supremacists, and the KKK. It is he, all over the place. He even labeled uh, one white supremacy group uh, a domestic terrorist uh, organization, and you know they moved into intercept. And people were still like, "Well, he still didn't do enough." Uh, it, to me, it, it, they're it's still always insane. moving the goalposts. All you know the time, what every single time, if they move it farther away, because anytime you bring up evidence that supports what they want, they go, "Oh well, that's not enough. It needs to be over here," because they can't lose. They can't face the reality that they're wrong. You know what that's called? Being a little bitch. <laughs> that too. I mean, first and foremost, but the second definition within Webster's di dictionary behind being a little bitch Jeez. is cognitive dissonance. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Somebody who believes so much in their initial view of things that when they get presented evidence that shows that their view is not factual, they will double down and they'll come up with any reasoning behind it to say that they're still right. Well, they do that with the Joe Biden videos. You show these vid these videos of him just completely unintelligible. It's it's amazing. I honestly, I honestly question Joe Biden's friends because if I was one of his friends, I, you have to be like, you know, you know how the Rocky movies are, and there's like Adrian always saying. Oh, Rock, you can't do another fight. Blah, 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 blah. Someone in freaking Joe Biden's corner needed to be like, Joe, you can't finish a consent. They need a Mickey. They need a <laughs> Rock. If you fight him, you fight him alone. Because I'm not going in there with you. Yeah, yo, this dude is gone, man. But God bless people who are for him. He got him. hairy legs. He has hairy legs. People would rub his legs. <laughs> and it twirls, and it twirls. Listen, Corn Pop. It, it's the, 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 listen, folks, here's the deal. Hey, fat. <laughs> that was taken out of context. The fat one was? Was it? No, no they were all completely no. in context. That's the best part. No, uh, question. Why did Corn Pop should have spoke in the convention, too? I, I, I bet you Kamala Harris is Corn Pop. <laughs> she was also the little girl on the bus. But, uh, Gavin, sure. I have a question. Oh, she rolled the bus, yes. all right. So how would you describe uh, Joe Biden in one sentence, and how does that Not make the you bus, feel? the train. Uh, senile, that's easy. Senile, that's easy. I could do him in one sentence. He's not that dynamic of a figure, but he wanted me to put Trump in one sentence like, 
It was just like fuck off. <laughs> give me two or three. Give me two or three sentences. Why does it have to be one sentence? And then I gave a good answer too. It really pissed me off. I actually came up with something good, and it was like you know, it was tight. It was like you know, it was it wasn't a run on, and like he didn't use it, of course. Bastard. Mm. Not surprised. No, but like seriously, Biden is is completely whatever they gave him for the uh, DNC, like whatever like uh, pick me up drugs he was on to give that speech, which was like an okay. It wasn't even like a it, was right. it was like it was normal, right. but like to them, it was like he just painted the Mona Lisa with like his feet because like, he was able to like finish the Zoom it. meeting, Gavin. Yeah, exactly. It was more people. Like they reused the people. Like imagine like it was like six Nandos watching. Like they didn't have enough people, so they just kept replicating screens, like thinking no one would notice. And like, oh, just different like wig pieces and stuff too. Right, right, right. right. It's, 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 it's just Nando with like one with a mustache, one with a curly mustache. But it's all like my Instagrams. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is Nando. This is Facosta. This is Nando Acosta. This is Fernando Acosta. Uh, there's one more. There's one. There's this Tito Nando. <laughs> I was trying to send you an email today. I couldn't figure out where I typed an F A and nothing came up. That I was like, no, wait, is it is it F A F E? No, wait, crap, no, it's N A D O. I was like, which email? You have seven emails. Guilty. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> argument for Biden is always but Trump. There is no argument that they can ever give for Joe Biden's merit because Joe Biden's entire political career is based off him forgetting things or lying mm -hmm. about things. That's all it is. When he lied yeah. about graduating at the top of his class, graduating with three degrees. Plagiarizing like constantly. The lies don't even make sense. That's the worst part. And then now he's completely like just off out of his mind. And the fact that he gives these unintelligible answers, even to like Fox News, I couldn't even believe he took the question. But it's like amazing that they're still going, no, but Joe's going to win. It's like you're either doing this to save face oh, or worst case scenario, you're planning on finding a way that, to pick the election. That Fox News uh, answer, that was Joe in rare form because he didn't he didn't stutter. He didn't pause. You know what I mean? I think he's that taking stem cells. <laughs> Just cracking open babies like that was all right. That was on, all right. Yeah. <laughs> A Joe, that's what I'm gonna call him for that 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 interview. But he definitely took a serum. What he all did, a He never fully answered the question. He just he, looked well to doing it. He also spoke about how he wants to track people. Anybody that gives a damn about their their privacy or their, their freedoms of privacy or their mm -hmm. rights to privacy, and hearing him stand up and say, "Oh, I spoke about being able to to track people in order to track this illness." Does that not ring a bell in anybody's head that he's saying that he wants to use the government as a major spy machine, not for outside parties, but for people within the country? They want to see where you visited, who you visited, how long you visited, how long you've actually stayed in your house as if you're on house arrest and yeah. not went outside to do anything for yourself because you're spreading this virus and we need to flatten the curve because everybody else's rights to freedom is more important than your rights to freedom. I mean, but that's why, you know, that's why we just have to, you know, have to, we have to vote for Joe Biden because Donald Trump hasn't had intercourse with the rest of the world, according to Joe Biden. <laughs> so, speaking of, have y'all seen his, his uh, town hall? 
So he just he had a town hall meeting oh, in, today. Yeah, in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, and the oh the uh, script. She was like, "I want you. I'm supposed yeah. to read this paper." Oh, jeez. Oh. Yo, that, you can't make that up, bro. You can't make that shit up, bro. <laughs> she goes, right, so "Tack, tack." Give the background for people who haven't seen that clip because I saw it earlier. So tack in the background. They're they're in Wisconsin. Um, Joe Biden standing up. First off, I watched the whole thing. He answered fully someone else's uh, question or, or whatever they said to him. He had a whole diatribe he went on before this young lady stood up and said, I know I'm supposed to follow this card, but I can't do it. I have to give you the truth. She went on with whatever her narrative was about um, Black Lives Matter, about being physically and mentally exhausted with the whole situation and, and how it goes. But what really fed me up with that is a lot of the things that are going on in this neighborhood was product of Joe Biden. He is one of the people, along with Kamala Harris, who has negatively affected the area she was talking about. She spoke about gentrification and, and a whole bunch of other things. These are the hands that played in all of that, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, but after she went through her whole diatribe, Joe Biden sat down in the chair and didn't move. He didn't oh, have he anything dead, to say. <laughs> he was dead. For he was dead. <laughs> he <laughs> said nothing. Can you imagine Joe like get the CPR real quick? <laughs> <laughs> get the defibrillator. <laughs> yeah. So, have any of you guys seen Community? Oh yeah, I used to love okay. that show. So the first oh. episode of Community, he's giving a speech, <laughs> and he he starts a speech and he goes, "Some people cut think community colleges are for housewives and you know <laughs> high school dropouts. That may be, but I wish you luck." It's like that's a Joe Biden speech. It's like someone <laughs> took all the cards and mixed them up, and that's what comes out of his mouth. As someone who went to a community college, that speech was correct, but um, <laughs> it is very true that he literally has no idea what he's saying, and he, like, mixes, like, his truthful stream of consciousness with, like, his political pandering, and then it all just comes out wrong, so he panders on the wrong things, and he tells the truth on the on the wrong things, so, like, where he's meant to say, like, oh, you guys are going here, you all be big dreamers, like, chase your dreams, he's like, you're all gonna fail, but I'm glad you're going to school, like, he messes it up. <laughs> Yeah. He gets it all like backwards. Yeah, well, poor kids are just as smart and talented. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's like the perfect example. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the media does a, a great job at covering up uh, Biden's footprints or, you know, his sniff prints, whatever the heck he, he does. Sniff to prints. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> listen, are, that's DNA evidence on that, on that girl's hair, I'm telling you. Dude, there are pictures of Joe Biden, of videos of him rubbing young girls' chest mm. and kissing mm. the back of their head, girls he doesn't know. And what's to the left do? What's taken out of context? What do you mean? There's no context to that. I'm sorry. There is zero context. If when sex trafficking is an all-time high, people are making that assumption. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that Joe Biden should rub Andrew Cuomo in the chest. I think Cuomo would actually like that. That'll be stimulating. Well, no, he would Joe get Biden cut his the, hand on the nipple rings. On the nipple yeah. ring, yeah. It yeah, would just, you, you it know, got some bleeding. Got a tweet. Oh my God. I mean, you know, <laughs> he better have an army if he even thinks of rubbing Cuomo's nipples, all right? Again, another movie. You guys seen Airheads with Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi? Oh, yeah. They're the rock band. So Chris Farley goes into this in this club to get information about a girl. And this guy, like, he, he like, rips his badge off and, like, chews it up. And the guy's a nipple ring. And he puts his finger and just, like, rips it off. I'm, it's just like someone walk up to Cuomo and be like, Rah! You're full of references today. I know it's crazy. I mean, 
I mean, they they had asked me um, uh, the last uh, time I did the interview. They were like, "Oh, so describe Trump in three words." I I forget the other two. Uh, it's you know, patriot, I guess. And then the last thing I said was like fighter, and they zoomed into my face so much. You just saw like the giant Ecuadorian nose like poking. It's almost like three D imaging right there. I was like, I wish we could do this with like Biden because, you know, I don't know how many people know this, uh, but when it comes to his cognitive thinking, uh, they actually like did some pretty hefty brain surgery on him, uh, you know, for his for his head. I mean, they he even says like uh, it was like aneurysm like, surgery. Yeah, they like they like oh yeah, they cut off my head, <laughs> and they they didn't give me like more than X amount of years. I was on the death like Jesus. Yeah, apparently the surgery he had for aneurysms can actually accelerate cognitive decay which it completely explains the issues that he's having. Oh, but it's correct, amazing that correct. the Democrat Party is in such shambles that they had no one better to run than essentially a brain-dead possible alleged pedophile who is constantly messing up his words and touching young girls. It is unbelievable that that is the state of the Democrat Party. It's either Bernie Sanders, an open communist, or Joe Biden. And now they're they're at the point right now that they're now. I mean, you guys all been reading the news that the Democrats are now accepting the fact that Trump might win in a landslide, which is probably you know trying to uh, set up this whole mail-in voting fraud or whatever fraud they will come up with next. True, they're they're already planting the seeds, and I saw that Correct. thing with Axios where it's like, well, he may win really big on election night, but wait the next few days, it's all gonna go away. It's like, and then Bloomberg jumped along with it too. Yeah. yeah, and that's so that's so dangerous. Like if that actually happens, like if they blatantly steal that from him, like if he goes from like a landslide, like an electoral college, I don't think a popular vote, but an electoral college landslide, college, definitely. Yeah. And then the next few days, like every day in, into November, they slowly chip away. I mean, that is going to literally destroy the country because people are going to be up in arms and there's going to be so many accusations, conspiracies. It's going to be a nightmare. Like they're going to burn things down. Like things are going to get bad. Like either either you have like a clean cut election where you can know the winner or you're going to just have it like be litigated and no one knows who's leader and everything is just delegitimized. It's a mess. Yeah, I, I just don't understand, like, because uh, freaking three months ago, we all complained how we despised the United Postal Service. And all of a sudden, the Democrats took the freaking agency under their wing, and it's the next best thing since sliced bread. Like, what the hell? Well, I'm still missing Trump a package. Postal worker, <laughs> I'm still Trump missing a package, though. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I've been waiting for almost a week. Now imagine a vote. <laughs> oh, thank oh, God. Obama... Uh, said that he favored uh, the uh, private uh, mailing uh, systems that we have with uh, FedEx and UPS and all that stuff. Uh, but let's even look at um, the, the current context. Why would we trust a government entity that has now unionized? Why are we going to trust them to deliver votes when we know, for example, like in Texas, that there are going to be a whole bunch of votes for, for Trump out there? I mean, we all know that here in New York is going to be a lot of blue, but still yet, like, every vote counts, and you're still going to dis discontinue a few and then, what, pull some more out of the back room? Like, oh, well, I just found these here for, like, 10 elections ago. But it's not even that. It's like we constantly keep reading about the situation of mail-in voting fraud. For example, right. Brooklyn, there's over 35% of the voting that never was counted. Um, in Texas, there was a situation that 17,000 ballots were written for this one candidate for an election, not to mention there was another Republican event, uh, Republican event, Republican election that happened outside of New Jersey that was mail-in voting fraud. And Trump himself was calling them out. It's true. And, and they, so, act like, they act like there's no fraud or examples of fraud. And it's like, 
there, there's plenty of examples and they're just like, well, there's no universal example. And I think AG Barr was on point with this. Like, yeah, because we never did it universally. Like, usually Yo, you want to murder freaking Yo, wolf. He just, I'm sorry. Oh, no, wolf. Well, I don't, that guy is like a robot. Like, I don't think he's human. There's something, there's something wrong with him. Like, he's very weird, Wolf Blitzer. But anyway, AG Barr destroyed him and he called him out. He said, look, you can't bring an example of universal mail-in voting having fraud because we've never done it before. But all the smaller examples, it was rife with fraud. And they're trying to make these false comparisons. Like, there's a difference between an absentee ballot where you physically can't vote that day and you have to request a ballot and universal mail-in ballots, we're just going to send ballots to everyone. What's to stop you if you get a ballot from voting and then going in person to vote? I mean, are there checks? Are there balances? Is there anything? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, it's a complete joke. And half the people on the voter rolls are the wrong people. Like if you've ever looked at voter rolls, they're always outdated. Like the person living in your house is like some 90 year old dead guy who hasn't lived there in 30 years. Like it's like, if you haven't updated your thing recently and you haven't, also they don't take people off the voting rolls, especially I know in New York, I don't know about other states, but in New York, if you die, they will not take you off the voting roll unless your family sends something to them to take them off. So you'll right. frequently go on there and you'll see like 110 years old. How is that possible? It's like, no, he died in 1994. It's just like no one who sent a request that said he was dead. So whoever's living there now will get it and they'll vote for, you know, whatever the guy's name is. Well, that could have been easily resolved if we just implemented a policy that, you know, just so um, the, 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 the Board of Election just has to update it every yeah. primary or every election cycle. Yeah, I mean, if they cleaned up, I mean, they don't want to, that's the other thing, they don't yeah, even want to clean up house. They're just like, no, we like this system, it's like a joke, because they know uh, if they need to abuse it, they could abuse it, and, it, exactly. and they're abusing it now, for a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I heard that Rolls from Titanic just registered as a Democrat, so... <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I heard a- in the heart of the ocean to uh, BLM. Yeah, I, I heard the actually Acorn has actually helped facilitate this whole mail-in voting situation. I don't know if you guys remember Acorn back oh, in yes. way. <laughs> With but they basically, yeah. Um, so yeah, they basically just got like thousands of dead people to vote for Obama, and that's how he beat Hillary. <laughs> well, if you believe the names, you can either vote or die. I mean, this is like the whole this whole thing is ridiculous. The left is just completely unhinged. It's it's really getting bad. Uh, yeah, dissonance. I agree with you, Tag, 100%. All right, let's get to the last section. How dare you? How dare Everyone you? Everyone is up in arms over Nancy Pelosi going to an apparently closed salon while people in her district have to get their hair cut outside. She claims that she was set up by the salon okay. owners and uh, it was okay. a trap for her. Now, listen, okay. let's play devil's advocate, okay? If it was a setup, right, and she was set up by a salon owner, do we should we really then trust Nancy Pelosi to be Speaker of the House if she was set up by a salon owner? But this is just <laughs> this literally is it's liberal elitism, it's liberal privilege, it's elite elitist privilege. It's that's the real privilege that exists. It's people who are in government, people who make the rules, abusing their power and doing whatever the hell they want. We've seen this during the lockdown nonstop in different states. We had governor, uh, the Michigan governor. Her husband tried to use the governor's name to get his boat in the water faster. Exactly. Oh something that they're doing all the time. Let's, I'm going to start with Gabe. Gabe, how do you feel? Like, don't you want to be able to get a blowout and not have to wear a mask like Nancy Pelosi? How dare you? I mean, the same people who support Nancy Pelosi and her type of Democrats or just crew in general are the same that were yelling at you on Facebook and social media. Oh, you just want the country to open up so you can get a haircut? That's so horrible about you. And next thing you know, what does she do? She goes and opens up a freaking store to get a haircut, even though the rest of the, like all other small businesses are closed. And, and that's the thing. 
remember, it's no longer a law or an ordinance or whatever, you know, we can play semantics all we want here. It's no longer a law when you can make exceptions for the few. That's when it becomes privilege. That's when it's all become, everyone wants to talk about how privileged they are. Let's talk about Pelosi's elitism, political class privilege, all we want and actually dissect it and say, what you did was wrong. Uh, you could have, by your own regulations put in place by the government, uh, get in trouble for opening up an establishment that wasn't supposed to be. The whole three strike group, for example, here in New York is, is killing businesses. But it's, it's amazing how selective that we be with our strict laws and corona violations uh, when it convenes the narrative. Gavin? I mean, it, it just shows like this liberal, blasé, elitist hypocrisy that, you know, uh, rules for thee, but not for me. Like, she's just totally uh, destroying her own communities. I think San Francisco is like one of the only places in California that still has like these really strict lockdowns. They're kind of similar to New York City. And she's just blatantly ignoring them. She doesn't care. She's like Marie Antoinette. She doesn't think like any of these things apply to her. And then she gets called on it and then she throws her uh, salon under the bus uh, when she was the one who made the appointment. They obviously had cameras in there because, you know, you got San Francisco, people are running in with syringes and poop, like just trying to rob the place. You're going to have to cameras um and yeah so she she got caught red-handed she looks like the idiot but she doesn't care because she gets voted in with like 90 percent of approval it's like something ridiculous it's like a it's like a north korean style election in san francisco hardly any party competition but this is what happens when you have like you know one party rule you get people like this who just don't care who don't give a damn who could just do whatever they want she's literally hated like no one likes her she's like very unpopular but she could just get away with these ridiculous like incidents like that other people wouldn't imagine if trump got imagine if trump was in something similar or a trump son or someone in the trump family i mean you would be hearing about it forever but now they're just going to brush this under the rug and this poor business which was already struggling they could barely keep the doors open i think the woman went on tucker the other night and uh you know she's gonna have to close her doors down and move and now she's getting death threats on top of it uh, because she dared uh she dared just to point out the truth with uh with uh queen Queen Pelosi. So it's just disgusting. It just shows how out of touch the Democrats are. They're the party of the elites. They're not the party of the working class people. They're not the party of regular people. They're the party that's keeping everyone down and, and enriching themselves. Man. And yes, Gabriel needs a blowout. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Nando, you got to follow Gavin on that. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, a tape up <laughs> will be nice, though. Um, anywho, uh, this is a prime example of career politician at its finest. Um, they're completely clueless of their own state. They're like, are you, you got to be crazy to, to me to say you go to your own state, you go get your hair done, but you have no idea about the policies or the lockdown system. So you're acting like it's a whole, sh like a charade or you're getting played on. So it just doesn't make sense. And these are just a lot of, this is just a narrative with a lot of career politicians. You just have no idea. And they just, they're not down to earth. Um, for example, Ralph Nader, the infamous comment that he made, say how these, all these protests, especially in Portland, was a myth. What the hell has been portraying throughout social media then? Has it just been Hollywood producing all these great blowouts or destroying communities? Come on. Dave, we got to call Anthony and ask him if there was a camera crew from Hollywood <laughs> Studios. Oh, like, yeah, it's complete. Did. It's completely nuts. So this is just a prime example of how coolest our career politicians are. I mean, they will blame Trump for everything plus the sun and moon, and the dude has only been there for three and a half years, while these guys have been there for almost 25-plus years, 50 years for some of them. Yeah, and honestly, I, I can't give my source because he has a uh, contact who works in the White House and he's worked in Washington 
for about 40 years. And he said, Pelosi, Schumer, these people are seen as a joke by people in Washington. They know that Pelosi is a, not only an alcoholic, but she's actually losing her mind. And they all think Schumer is like the dumbest person in the history of the world. And the fact that these people get elected year after year after year just shows how sad the state of politics is in the United States. And that's why we need to shake things up, man. I mean, it will take a while, don't get me wrong, but I think we're all young enough to to really put some damage in there. I agree. Tack? I don't think any of the Mazizas are leaning the right way. They're, they're gone, each and every one of them. Nancy Pelosi is the uh, – that's, that's Empress Palpatine right there. She walks straight in. Chill, right? chill. Papatine's actually smart. Nah, chill. <laughs> right? And all she has to go is, no, I belong. Else on the left is like, you belong there. In fact, we're happy you were there. Go ahead, get your swerve on. Swing your hair back and forth. <laughs> Empress Palpatine. Right? That's, that's how I see anything that she does. She promises – that she's gonna impeach the president. Everybody's like, stands like, yeah, impeach the president, but she has nothing behind anything, just her talking. She's more Jar Jar Binks tack. Cuomo is ever about we know this. I, uh, I think that Pelosi looked like that ex that you caught cheating with another guy and she got mad at you for catching her. Like, so what are you doing? She's like, what like are a really bad episode here? of Cheaters? Yeah, like, what are you doing here? Why does everyone want to know why I'm here getting my hair done? Don't you want to talk about – she said this. Like, don't you want to talk about how people are dying? It's like Trump, right? Trump bad. Come on. Come on, people. Trump bad. Remember? Why me? Oh my God, she's horrible. Can't stand her. Agreed. They are, they are the worst. All right, so that is our show for today. I want to thank everybody once again for coming on. This is our coalition to fight leftist insanity. I think it's a pretty good one, so we are going to definitely keep it up. We'll go around the screen. Gabe, tell people where they can find you on social media. All right. So you can find me on Instagram at Baron.Montalvo, B-A-R-O-N. Uh, on Twitter, it is Baron underscore Montalvo. And on the pages tab of Facebook, type in Gabriel E. Montalvo, middle initial right there. And I will come up. If you support the Hispanic conservative movement uh, and message, please look us up at uh, Republican National Hispanic Assembly, uh, New York chapter. And we'll come up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Uh, yeah, and also be on the lookout for a great event coming up September 24th, Hispanic Heritage Celebration, with some great uh, speakers with a great club and uh, between two great organizations with the New York County Republicans Club. And I'll, I'll be let there you guys if Gabe ever sends me the link for it. Yeah, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I <get it. laughs> uh, Thanks for having me again, guys. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Gavin Wax, Instagram at Gavin Wax, uh, Facebook at Gavin Wax, and you can also follow the uh, New York County Republican Club at NYYRC. And as Gabriel said, we're having an event coming up on the 24th. Uh, Come join us. Free alcohol, free food. Should be fun. Always a good mix. So thanks for having me. So, Gabe, you see how Gavin does that where it's simple and easy and, you know, <laughs> it's just like one thing? You know I'm starting a trend here. <laughs> Nando, where can people find you? Um, just go on Twitter. Find me, Nando underscore Acosta dot US. And you can find me there. Literally just type down Nando Acosta and you can find me in any social media platform. Um. I mean, Gavin and Gabe has done the marketing, but if you also are interested, um, I also am the state director for the Black Conservative Federation. That's me more working into inner city communities, really giving the message of, you know, just, uh, you will call, I will call it more libertarian, conservative type messaging, borderline rep real republicanism messaging. And, you know, there has been a, a lot of good response back. So just want to share that.
Glad to hear it. Tack and the Freedom Baby. Tack, where can people find you on social media? Oh, I am at Solomon Tack. That is two A's and a C. There's never been a K in Tack. All right. I think y'all heard it a few times in the past, and you know how to get it right by now. But if you have not followed along with me yet, follow along with me now. I'm, I'm in and out. I've got a family. I've got some personal per- going on. So, uh, But I'm here, and I'm never going anywhere, okay? I'm like Emperor Palpatine over here. I don't disappear. That was a threat against me becoming co-host. Oh, God. Tack is just like, <laughs> is just like dragging out this Emperor Palpatine. But guys, make sure you follow us on underscore Empire on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, trying to consolidate things on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, and on any platform that you listen to podcasts at Empire State Conservatives Podcast. Once again, everyone, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody stay safe and don't let fear take your freedom. Mm-hmm.